0: Welcome to the Untitled Film Project Podcast. It's a holiday episode again. Yeah, I just, I brought it, I made this a musical. Just like the movie we're going to talk about today, Spirited, it's on Apple Plus and stars Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds, amongst many others, Octavia Spencer. I would say, don't forget her. Yeah, and they're doing their version of Charles Dickens' story, A Christmas Carol of the Ghosts of Christmas Past, Present, and future, well, is it possible I'm meant for something more? Am I forever unredeemable? Spirited, what did you think of it? Would you, I'll start us off. Yeah, Jim, if I you think would. you oh, should mind. go. Yes. This is Jim. and uh You can be the past. I will be the past. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's three of us here with three ghosts. I was really mystified at this movie. I wasn't really sure what it wanted to be. Uh, It wasn't funny. Uh, I expected it to be funny. Those were my expectations with Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds. But I found what I've found over the past 10 years or so, more and more and more, I find Will Ferrell is not amusing to me. I still enjoy his earlier work in which he's playing a full character, you know, Talladega Nights, something like that, or Anchorman, but uh, the stuff, like as time goes on, he's he's less funny to me. So, uh, and his character somewhat plays it serious at times. Uh, in this, uh, so I was a little, I did not get the comedy I was expecting, um, and there was a lot of stuff going on. Was it a dancing movie? Was it a musical? Was it a comedy? I wasn't sure what it was trying to be. Forever, you want to go.
1: Okay, yeah, get, sure, yeah. You want to be a Christmas present? <laughs> I guess I can be because I'm a gift that keeps on giving. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, I wish it were Boxing Day.
0: <laughs> okay, Violent Night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right?
1: Wow. <laughs> Call back. Uh, so, overall, I I enjoyed it. It's it's one of those, I thought it was cute. I enjoy musicals as well, though. Mm-hmm. I, I really do enjoy musicals. I'm one of those people, if you've listened to previous episodes, Ryan Reynolds is my, I will watch everything that he comes out with. Yeah. Just and I just hope for some good chemistry between him and Will Ferrell. Jim, you mentioned Will Ferrell not putting out much. Overall, compared to things he's put out, I enjoy this more than some of the things he's put out because he was a little more toned down not trying too hard. Okay, I think I think actually but, having Ryan Reynolds there balanced that so a little bit that more. So you felt he was better that way? I think he was better that way because okay. it balanced out the pressure of Will Ferrell to be funny. Because right. Ryan Reynolds took some of that and did himself of being Ryan Reynolds to be some funniness Yeah, by the well.
0: way, uh, Ryan Reynolds and Octavia
1: Spencer and some of the minor characters, they were pretty funny. Yeah, I, I love Octavia Spencer. I, I, I loved overall the casting of this in terms of for what it was. Um, a cute Christmas movie musical. I thought the choreography reminded me a lot of The Greatest Showman, even mm-hmm. though it's not the same choreographer. I did look that up. But it reminded me of something that's a little hip, putting some more popular style music, hip, some hip-hop beats, popular music beats in there, a more modern Broadway style of things the biggest thing for me i think was dame judy dench (laughs) (laughs) like (laughs) that was the one that made you stop the movie i paused and i went was that really just like i actually rewound it because it's so quick and it's actually her singing the line about herself and i'm not saying that makes the movie or anything like that it's just i cannot believe of all cameos, you get freaking Dame Judy Dench to be in this movie that was only in theaters for a week and then Apple TV+. Plus. Like, what strings were pulled to get her to agree to that, you're in town, we have something you can do, please. Like, yeah, That's one yeah. of those things for it's me. It's Shakespearean, you yeah. love it, yeah. It, it it had its heartwarming moments, of course. I mean, it's a Christmas Carol, you kind of know, but I do love the twist that they put at the end in terms of Ryan Reynolds had to... Show the true turn of sacrificing himself in order to do that and take it roll with it. So I enjoyed the twist that was not expected. I just almost expected it to end where I think most of us thought it was ending with right. him shoving him out of the way, saving his life, and that was it. I did not expect it to have Ryan Reynolds get actually getting hit by the bus. I, that, I didn't know there was
0: going to be another scene.
1: Yeah, I did. And that and I, like that. I like that. I like that they put a little twist in there to show he really did have to truly change, and a truly change he had to sacrifice. I'm not trying to get too deep into it. It's that I like that twist overall, because that twist made the movie have a little more heart to that, and explain you can't have a fully happy ending, but then he gravitated, and he was happy, because he had a future, and figured out how he can use his skills and his personality to truly give back uh, as well, too. So, that's why I found a little more heart in it. I liked it. Uh, Not my favorite Christmas movie by by any means. It was worth my time. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the chemistry overall between those two, and... I'm glad they did it. It's been a year since we saw the first rumblings of this because they filmed it last year yep. in the wintertime. We saw pictures and things being released. Like we gotta wait a whole year for this. But yeah, it was it was enjoyable. Jeremy K Gover, what'd you think? Spirited.
2: Unlike Bradford, I typically don't care for musicals. Now, don't get me wrong, some of the music in musicals is tremendous. Yeah. But <clears throat> when I'm watching and all of a sudden, the actor bursts into song, and it's a serious tone. They're dealing with death of a loved one, and it's a, it, that drives me crazy. You've got I, it. L- l- da, da, yeah, da, I can't, I, can't oh, yeah. I just can't get yeah.
0: behind, my brain can't make the leap. Like, like the clip at the beginning of the show when, you know, Will Ferrell, the guy you expect to be really, really funny, is singing about his woes of how yes. like, he can't do his job anymore. Sure. Like, yeah. th- that's, a, that's a big leap for me.
2: That said, I loved that it was a musical, and I, it was so unexpected because I didn't know what to expect walking oh, okay. in, and it worked. It worked because it wasn't polished voices. It didn't take itself too seriously. It was, it was just more of a, like, there's, there's even points where they're basically breaking the fourth wall. They're not actually saying that. Where, you know, Jacob Marley's like, nope, yep. no singing. Yes. You know, and right. then, he'd, then he'd break into a, so they'd stop, and then he'd break into the song anyway. It's those wink at you moments. Yes. We, the self-awareness. We, we know you know. self-awareness, that's right. And that's why it worked for me. I love that they leaned into that, and I love that Will Ferrell's, char- Will Ferrell's character, it's hard to say, fell in love with Octavia Spencer's character, and that Bonnie, the ghost from Christmas past, yeah. has the hots for Clint which and then, i thought was it was a very funny storyline it is and i and i love how they handled it as well yeah they walked right up to that line made sure that anybody with knowledge of those activities knows about it but anybody who doesn't they stop just short still completely it safe. was it was yeah it was really great <laughs> uh how they did that as well again all the all the acting performances were awesome i really i really enjoyed everybody in the film i didn't have a problem with anybody and I enjoyed the twist, as Bradford said. I enjoyed the twist and how it was executed. I thought it was really cool because I also thought, okay, this, they're going to break into a song right. and that's going to be the end of the film, mm-hmm. right? And sure. that's going to be the thing. Because here comes the big payoff or the, this thing that Will Ferrell was expecting to happen that didn't happen. All of a sudden, now it's happening, yeah. right? And so this is going to be it. And so it's little things like that, that if you can divert, I've watched thousands of movies in my life. If you can surprise me. And kind of make me look over here like a magic trick. Like, oh, look over here at this shiny thing over here. And then bang. I applaud that. And that's what it did today. Uh, Today, That's what it did to me. So I, I
0: really enjoyed Spirited for all it was. While I was disappointed at the things that it wasn't, like super funny, I really enjoyed this movie. Like, I liked having it on. I smiled through the whole movie. So while it wasn't the comedy I expected, and I thought it was kind of pitched to us that way, uh, I really did have a really fine time watching this movie. There there was not a whole lot for me to dislike either. It didn't, you know, really do what I thought it was going to do. And I thought, you know, that Will Ferrell uh, is not a very good actor or singer, Um And that was really like one of the few things, and and a lot of the movie was spent on his character. So, you know, obviously that's going to bring my opinion down a little bit, but for the rest of the other, everybody else in this movie and all the other storylines, I found quite enjoyable. So the last thing I'll say about mine is because you just brought me back to it. I think I skipped over it
2: in my notes here was that I, the reason I liked it so much, the musical part of it is because it was unexpected, blah, 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 but it's because it wasn't polished voices. It wasn't Ariana Grande singing with Mariah Carey, right? It was right. It her was
1: Mariah Carey, nineteen ninety. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Of course, that's good
2: right. distinction. Yes, thank you, thank you for yeah, making that's good. That's that a good note. You get a point Weird. for it. Yeah, it was just you know Ryan Reynolds can carry a tune, but he's not, you know, you wouldn't call him a phenomenal singer. It wasn't Jason Mraz up there, is what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, he, but so, he, was,
0: he was pretty good.
1: He no, was passable. Yeah. Yes. Jason Mraz. Well,
2: I'm trying to think of somebody who's <laughs> effortless voices. That's what I'm trying to think of. Oh, Michael not Bublé. Josh Groban. No, Michael right. Bublé would be another one. Jack, okay. you wanna, go, if you want to go that I'll route. Like that but I figured Jason's underserved right now. I figured I'd throw his name out there. <laughs> so, Please sponsor our podcast, Jason. <laughs> you <Yeah. laughs> your avocado phone. So, But Will Ferrell, on the other hand, is more of an everyday guy. His sure. voice. like he's, It's like, okay, like, it's serviceable right but it's not great but it's also not horrible it's not like oh he clearly can't sing let's not have him do those let's get him to let's have somebody come in and dub over
0: him like See, it was clearly like, this, okay this is this i think you and i have this tipping point because yeah i uh, i i felt that you know if he if he was going to be serious he had to be a better singer if he was going to oh, be less sing, less serious, and it was more funny, I'm going to give him way more latitude on singing.
1: That's fair. Okay, that's fair. Robert? So, how about the little things like awareness of a Karen played by Rose Byrne? Uh, that, I thought that was pretty funny. Like it made me smile pretty. because they're addressing that right there. I love the fact that her right. name was
2: Karen. Yeah, yes. that's a phenomenal right, choice. Right
1: through that, and then the the elf cameo. Just one of the ghosts that dressed was great. as elf. Yep. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> now yep. the other twist in there was Will Ferrell's character actually being Scrooge. Yes. I didn't expect that either I also in terms not. of the twist. I love those little twists. It's a good surprise. And also Marley being Marley. Mm-hmm. I, it took a second for that to click. Like, oh, that's that's Jacob Marley. Mm-hmm. I, it took a second to click. Yes. And then, the, so there was the foreshadowing of why they had such a close relationship, but it didn't click until, like that's Ebenezer Scrooge. That's why he has all this guilt still. It's happened so quickly and he didn't live for that much longer afterwards too. Again, love those little twists because it was not predictable of who these characters truly were in their human form. So I appreciated how they took those different routes to the story, like what Gover has mentioned.
0: You know, maybe this is something I've noticed recently because we've talked about series like Loki, but, uh, you know, the the idea has come up, I think, often in film that we have to wonder, is this uh, a trope or a cliche? Loki, they had, you know, the, the bureau that, you know, govern time. The and TVA. Everything, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that we've seen uh, Monsters Incorporated. It's mm-hmm. a big business and we scare people because <laughs> yeah, that's our job and then we go home. So I'm wondering if that big bureau that exists and, you know, controls life and watches over life is becoming a cliche. But I did enjoy it. I thought like the characters were really pretty well, you know, evenly distributed in in how they were funny and how they interacted with each other. But I also wonder like, wow, have we gone there too often? Are we at that point yet?
1: I don't know if the answer is yes. I mean, how many Christmas Carol takes are there? There's so many, right? Yeah. So that's why, if anything, I appreciate it because it's a little bit different. I agree. It wasn't just another Christmas Carol, another version that was loosely based on or anything. There's so many that have come out that it just follows the story line to a T. This one didn't follow anything of that Christmas Carol thing. It took yeah. the
2: essence of the story
1: and made it its own, made I think. It its own. But I do see what you're saying about the big corporate thing, because we even see that in the Umbrella Academy. Yeah. So it, many different things are doing it, but I still don't think it's cliche because of the way it was meshed together.
0: Yeah. And maybe in the future, it will have become that mm-hmm. if we right. all of a sudden see this showing up in a bunch of movies all sure. over the next few years. Well, you are a trendsetter, so you just it out there for all to thank you about. for knowledge, acknowledging that. I <laughs> I would never say that about myself, but if people refuse to stop saying that about me,
1: I will accept it. <laughs> so Forever, would you continue with spirited. Just <laughs> <laughs> final things for me before we get to our scores yes. was in seeing behind the scenes of them doing the choreography, Ryan Reynolds, Will Ferrell doing the dancing and everything like that of them really truly working hard to accomplish this, and then we see so many of the bloopers or outtakes during the end credits like Tracy Morgan finally being revealed mm-hmm. and things of that sort too. With his stunt double. With his stunt yeah. Or
2: if you caught a stunt double. With the person <laughs> right. portraying the, the physical and, yeah, the actor. Physical, that, yeah, yes.
1: I, what I appreciate is that it looks like they had a blast filming this. Yes. And it looks like they had fun no making this movie. And just as a patron of film, I enjoy that when a cast looks like they had fun or they, they put in the work because it's not a natural thing for Ryan Reynolds to do a musical with dancing. But he took it sure. and ran with it, and even the social media. It looks like he truly did have fun doing it. It's good to step out of your comfort zone of I, things I, as an I actor. He, so I appreciate he that. He executive produced on this too. So oh, okay. see, so he's invested even more so, even more so, just like Aviation Gin before and and Mint Mobile. He's in, he's invested. He, he certainly is. <laughs> but he's when, one of
0: the most diversified
1: yes. human beings I know. I mean, that's why it's rumored for him to buy an NHL team, right? <laughs> uh, but when I see <laughs> actors that are having fun doing something like this in a project like this that's a holiday film. It makes me appreciate it a little bit more. Just it a little bit more. Yeah. So what do you think of numbers numbers wise? Numbers wise. Uh this is one of those things I could see myself putting it on, not necessarily a must watch, because it's yeah. the, the twists aren't gonna be revealed again. Like I know what's gonna happen with the movie, which is totally fine, but it was enjoyable. I I, I like Ryan Reynolds and just him right there makes me potentially want to turn it on. So I give it a, a, a seven. Alright. Very good. Did you hesitate there? Were you going to give it something else? I was thinking like 6.9. Oh, so you were graded here on the spot. You didn't come in with a grade in your head. No, I didn't because oh. it's, been, it's actually been a few weeks since I watched it okay. I watched it right when right. it came that. out. So I had to rethink to myself a little bit and that's not dogging the movie. It's more like, yeah, it was just a fun Christmas movie, I'm but sure, it's not blowing just... me away. Okay. But I enjoyed it. You know, the <clears throat> if
0: you were listening to the beginning of the show, you're like, oh, Jim is a credit kid. I'm like, anything. And I, I'm sorry. Like, I I did harp on my disappointment with Will Ferrell, but, you know, I think you're going to realize by my score, I didn't hate this movie. I really had a good time. I wished it could have been more since it was so Will Ferrell based. I thought it could have been a lot more enjoyable, especially if they made his character, I think, more on the funny side than serious. So the score would probably go up if that happened, because I liked so much of this film that I'm going to give it a six and I... You know if you're if you're looking around going, you know, why didn't we get a ten, look at will Ferrell. Uh, <laughs> wow, points, and I love Will Ferrell. I just think his body of work hasn't been that great. uh Jeremy K. Gover score for Spirited uh so you would you rank it somewhere above kicking and screaming then because that's really the will
2: Ferrell. that was a film that's <laughs> the fi- well, they called itself a film uh, well, came out in the theater Wow for Spirited didn't uh missed that one. I, I wouldn't call. <laughs> probably best <laughs> i wouldn't call will ferrell and ryan Reynolds' chemistry natural air quotes for radio i wouldn't sure. say we can call it that but it did grow on me as the film went on yeah and i'd like to see them in something else i uh, they, they i enjoyed watching them on screen enough to say i'd see that again will not, the mcu not spirited
0: <laughs> right it's not spirited to another project
1: but
2: another like a Deadpool. Top project or something no no,
1: I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to ignore your dead poor. <laughs> I am references. kidding. I am kidding.
0: The, uh, so, you know, last time around we were doing the podcast, everybody was ganging up on Bradford. Now, Bradford, you are the dagger That's into right. the soft underbelly of the rest of the podcast. Is it because today.
1: Gover had Burger King? I <laughs> so didn't bring him any.
0: <laughs> See? Like, you proved it again.
2: <laughs> so, I'd love to see them. I'd love to see those two guys in something else. I, I would I, too. I liked them enough. But yeah. again, I wouldn't call it like, oh, it's like Vince Vaughn and Jon Favreau together on screen is instant chemistry. Sure. There's, there's a couple other duos that I could probably mention. That I, just, I would
0: say Will Ferrell and John C. Riley. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's a great, yeah. yeah. The, great the, combination.
2: The, just stepbrothers, hilarious. Okay. Like, Talladega Knights, of course. They're, it's like, okay, like these guys, whether they've been friends for their whole lives or not, it feels already like they are, right? So True. I wouldn't put them in that category, but I put them at like close cousins, okay. they, you know, like kind of like, yeah. on the, they can hang out and it'd be fun, yeah. but it's not, we got to this family thing, but it's going to be okay. They just, just found each other on
1: Ancestry.com. They got to get to know each other a little better. Right. But they have a built in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love how,
2: and this is probably the most I laughed in the whole movie actually, which is kind of weird because it's kind of a one-off, but oh. they had a deal with Sephora and they yeah. had to mention it, but it didn't fit with the mm-hmm. time frame, So they, but so they found a way to get it in. Oh, we have a deal with them. I mean, just coming right out and saying it. Right, that was hilarious. Very funny. Very thirty rock. It was everything. I, I, yeah. Violent Night wasn't callback. Okay. Oh, good so, afternoon. Right. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> good afternoon to you. Good sir. afternoon. He's just a child. <laughs> Spirit had a very interesting premise. Again, again, it's a story, but it's reinvented. I really like that how they how they did that. I love the against the grain elements of it. Luckily, we are at a point in twenty twenty two, almost twenty twenty three now. And hopefully as we go along more so, but we're hopefully, hopefully we're to the point now where we're progressing as a society where we won't even notice this anymore. At least I'll speak for myself. I won't notice it anymore, Mm -hmm. but I love that Will Ferrell's character, who is a middle aged white man fell in love with at first glance with a middle aged black woman.
0: I loved that. I did too. It, nothing felt forced. Right. It was so de facto and not called out or anything. It was just. It, it was just it what, it, what was. it was. You got it's it. It's just what it was, and I was like, mm-hmm. "That is
2: awesome." And then they did, then they one upped it by having the ghost of Christmas Past fall for Ryan Reynolds, think he's so hot, this and that. And then they hooked up, and then it, like just more, just like okay, sure, it's not a thing. It's just whatever because that's what it should be. We're all human beings. We find what we find attractive in the story, and that's how it
0: was presented. And I love right. that. Right. I loved that. I've no, that. you're right. You're right. It was a, It's a great point you brought that up. I, You know, I, I agree with you 100%. I wish I had come up with it myself. Well,
2: I hope there's a day where I don't come up with it. That's yeah, right. What, you know, but, but for right now, it's just really nice to see. It's it. refreshing. Yeah. I, I, did a, I did feel it was a little bit longer than it needed to be. I felt it was a long film, and I don't mm-hmm. think it, it, you could probably shave 25 minutes off of it, and it would have the same effect. Would help. So I take points off for that. And then lastly, is it a classic? Will I watch it every single Christmas? Probably not if somebody has it on i will sit down and join them but i'm not gonna be like hey you know we're gonna i can't say what i was gonna say because that's coming into our question but (laughs) it's not like oh i have to watch this every holiday right i would say no so with all that being said 6.5 i enjoyed it but it wasn't great but i got a lot out of it and it was better than just your average run of the mill movie. better than the rest yep
1: With that, let's go to our questions. We appreciate our fan submitted plural? questions. Yes. Hey. A, a we, double.
0: It's, it's a bonus
1: holiday time. Bonus. Anyway, yeah. It's our gift. Bogo. To you. But it's actually their gift to us. Yeah, seriously. Thanks for making content <laughs> for us, folks. Okay. <laughs> seriously. <laughs> but we're going to get to this to close it out, our top three holiday movies. But first, Blake asks this one. Is The Nightmare Before Christmas a Christmas movie or a Halloween movie? Your thoughts? And with that, I'd like to go to Jim first. Oh, man. You know, this is a movie
0: I saw later than a lot of other people. It had been out for years Mm. and on cable and everything. So it just kind of creeped into my life. And I've always felt, you know, in the, the last 10 years that I know about the movie, that it is a Halloween movie more than it is Christmas. Mr. Gover, uh, there's no
2: no question uh, to me that it's a Halloween movie. It's Halloween first for me because the entire premise is they're from Halloween Town. They're all spooky and scaly and crawly, and they're you know all kind of like, that kind of vibe. And then they discover the joy of Christmas. So you could actually make an argument right. that it is a Christmas movie because they discover the joy of Christmas, which is right. Depends which is on the, what
0: what part of the movie you're putting the most importance on, right?
2: But I'm I'm I saw it around Halloween for the first time. I watch it around Halloween almost every year, and I listen to the music at, at around Halloween every year, except for What's This and Making Christmas. Other than those two songs, it's Halloween all the time. So for me, uh, it's it's more of a Halloween movie, but I am willing to say
0: 60-40, uh, something yeah, like that. I, I would I would say that. Two-thirds, one-third. Yeah. Uh, okay.
1: Halloween, Justin Bradford. What do you think? So it's curious because Disneyland... So in California, mm-hmm. does a re of the Haunted Mansion during the Christmas holiday season. Mm. Oh, much night like Man they Before do their, for Halloween. They open well, up well, I'm night. sick of Disney so, trying to influence us. Well, Hold so. on, hold on, hold oh, on. I'm, just, I'm giving some backstory here. But <laughs> I, they, do I, I, that I ma- they do that layover for it, and it's actually really cool. If you've never experienced oh, sure it, it, is. Sure it, it's awesome. pretty neat what they do with yeah, Haunted they Mansion, a full right. Nightmare Before Christmas mm-hmm. thing. The Nightmare Before Christmas was released October 13th, 1993. So it was released during the Halloween season yes okay so it's very curious to me when looking at this film and i know this might be a a a cop-out because i can go with that percentage wise but it is both that's fine i think it's both i think it's a great november movie (laughs) because because you're exiting the halloween season you're entering the christmas season and if anything too it's so much easier for non-americans to not have to deal with thanksgiving being in (laughs) november because you can go straight from halloween to christmas without anybody harping on you about thanksgiving first canada's no problem for canada (laughs)
0: because
1: their thanksgiving is in october so i think it is both it is a 50 50 because it covers so much and has so many great elements of both holidays in there that covers the spirit of both holidays too that for me it's it's a november movie it fits so well with both things that you watch it at both times and you can be completely satisfied so great answers because I think it does. And you think what Disney does, they market Nightmare before Christmas in terms of merch from Halloween all the way through Christmas. Because they can. Yeah. It's yeah.
2: it's it's tailor made for that. Money, stretch. money, money, money.
1: All right, let's get to our next question, which is we did this for Halloween. We need to do it around the, the holiday season. It's our top three holiday movies. And I will give that you can have your top three and an honorable mention. Yay! <laughs> I know that makes Gover happy, it actually makes me happy. <laughs> as well so with this let's go to jeremy first
2: I'll go first uh my number three is elf i was a late bloomer to this one
1: speaking of will ferrell
2: yeah, yeah. i was a late bloomer to this one though because i saw it everyone's like oh you got to go see it you know whatever i think i don't know if i saw it in the theater if it was the year after but it was it was really close to release and i was like okay i mean it's it's charming but it's not you know who cares mm-hmm. like it's not you know i didn't get it and then my, my wife and i got married <laughs> 15 years ago and like within two or three years, she's like, you got to watch Elf. And I was like, I don't, I didn't, I, just, I did. I don't, I don't, I didn't care. She goes, no, it's my favorite one. And so to make her happy one night, I was like, okay, let's put on Elf. She was really? I'm like, yeah. And I fell in love with it. I don't know what, maybe I just saw it at the wrong time
0: in my life or
1: it was We're, a bad day. Because it's your wife's or, favorite and it makes her happy, whatever. Which makes you happy. But it was,
0: We're it's always charming. a product of however we've changed. So, I mean, my scores would have been totally different 20 years ago. And I would love to believe that mine wouldn't be, but that is not the case. <laughs> So, You'll always be a nitpicky old man.
2: That's right. So, uh, so Elf is my number three. I, I I love that movie. Nightmare Before Christmas is my number two. Wow. Okay, okay. I told you. I think I foreshadowed it
1: would be, on, be on both again. lists. What a tease! Go back and listen, folks. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, and
2: then my number one all time because it's my favorite comedy ever. So it doesn't matter if it's Christmas or not. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Wow. End of story. Like I
0: could have been. I, I could have just put, Christmas, but movies of all time Uh,
2: comedies of all time comedies i could have put christmas vacation end of list it is that far ahead of everything else so funny so relatable it's so and so quotable and so quotable it's so great my
0: honorable mention because you gave us the leeway to have that jingle all the way (laughs) Wow. <laughs> that was a that was a bomb to just you know light on fire on our doorstep <laughs> ring the de- doorbell and run away <laughs> now we gotta got to sit with that
2: sit with it jimmy <laughs> what are you what are your what are your uh, top three holiday movies sir
0: this was so hard i i hate being pinned down like this because are they all
1: in black and white <laughs>
0: <laughs> None of them are, are in color. None of them even involve talking. It's just a player piano. They're actually radio shows. Yeah. It's been overplayed because of the marathons year after year, but I would put A Christmas Story into the top three. Interesting. Okay. That, you know, there, there's my classic. I think I would probably put Elf into that top three. I thought you hated Will Ferrell. <laughs> you, no, I, I didn't, know, I know, I and I have the receipts. Um, <laughs> peak, Will yeah, Ferrell. yes. It, <laughs> and I'm now. I'm just. I'm going to dig a little deeper because it's going to be one you you probably don't even know about. And I think it's on Amazon or something. It's called Snowman, and it literally does have no words whatsoever. It's a short film. It's about 25 minutes. It is. All music, it looks like it's been drawn beautifully animated. It is that, thank you. you, oh, you're one of my oh my god, you're a brother. Who knows the, the movie? The,
1: the symphonies will do the actual, they'll play the music it's, to it. Oh, with my that, gosh, showing. that is a
0: dream. This movie, I think we got to calm down our kids when they were little and they just went off and did their thing. And my wife and I, we were just transfixed by this movie. It is a it's a short story, like I said, twenty five minutes tops. Um, but it's beautiful. The soundtrack is is amazing. Just to look at what you're seeing take place, it's unlike any other thing. And you've only lost twenty minutes if you don't like it. It's uh, it's
2: actually twenty six <laughs> minutes. Actually,
0: oh, you you've checked it out, Mister. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to
2: watch it this year, Jim, just for you. Okay. We'll look at it this year. Um, did you see Snowman and the Snow Dog, the sequel, released in 2012? No. Did you see that one? Don't ruin no, the first fact, one by No,
0: doing. it's, it's <laughs> like, a, yeah, it's To Kill a Mockingbird. Oh, there's a sequel? No, don't tell me. Okay, I don't want to be disappointed. Just kidding. I'll actually edit that out so you've never heard it. <laughs> Bradford, what are, your, what are your top three movies, sir? It's like Red I'm,
1: and Black. <laughs> I'm just really surprised that Gover did not say Christmas with the Cranks. I just <laughs> you had that I, down. Well, you I Vegas really had you
0: even money on that.
1: One, I was right? I was betting on that one. Okay. I was really betting on that one.
0: <laughs> well, I'll tell you what's not on there. <laughs> oh, just, just, okay, <laughs> oh that's, sorry. That's, all that's right. a whole show. On so, in all right, all right.
1: so first of all, snowman, it it is beautiful. I highly recommend that you go see it. Or, for instance, if you're listening to this and you see your local symphony or Philharmonic is performing it at one of their kids concerts, go it is beautiful yeah. so go do that it's uh yeah it's something you could miss if you
0: weren't paying attention it will not draw attention to itself it's quite right. a little movie right
1: so i'll start with my honorable mention and this is in honor of mr jeremy k gover <laughs> and it is the santa claus <laughs> <laughs> it is a movie that i tend to quote quite often has become a classic to Especially me around me Yes, uh, especially around Mr. Gover. But seriously, I before I knew that Gover did not like Tim <laughs> Allen, uh, I did enjoy this movie. It's it's one of those things that grew, grew up into my formative years watching it's, this because it's an early 90s. Number three for me is Home Alone. I've seen it in concert. It's uh, probably one of the most comforting movies to so many people. It's just iconic. I can quote it. So many things. Uh, I love the the how it was made, the movies that made us on Netflix. That, that was it's awesome. It's a great episode. That is a great episode. Of that great. Yep. M- people, you have no idea what it took to make that film happen. Do you know that they had a score for this film and they went, uh, it sucks. And they went to John Williams and went, can you please? <laughs> and then he made the score for this like can you imagine a movie with different music because it's pretty iconic music how classical music's mixed in oh yeah with this film it is pretty iconic when the robbers are doing their thing you have very heavy tuba low brass sounds that just sounds like a fat man walking type of thing yeah
0: you've got classic early cartoon animation yes. Uh, yes
1: like that kind of vibe imagine that with a different score it, the movie would not be the same it really wouldn't yeah. so number two is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Yeah, boy! One of my absolute favorites. I know <laughs> yeah. Gover, he bought it for me. We both have the moose mugs. <laughs> uh, we, we have those that are on display at my house. Again, very quotable. I've put it on my quote board during the holiday season on the mantle. Absolutely love iconic very comedy. but not just so not just an iconic Christmas movie, but an iconic comedy, as Gover oh, yeah. would say.
2: Chevy Chase's best work, hands down, period.
0: Uh, yeah, I'll put it right up there. His shopping for lingerie oh, my gosh. in that film, just take that one. And grocery did. shopping with cousin Eddie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Of, of
2: fifteen Old
1: Roy bags <laughs> on I mean, just, Oh my God. <laughs> so my number one though, and this is I don't know, nostalgia or just it makes me feel so happy and good. Ernest saves Christmas. No. Okay. <laughs> my number one because I love quoting this one. It makes me feel good. It's a great adaptation of a classic Christmas story. It is Muppet Christmas Carol.
2: Great choice. Thank you for you saying that. You get a high that. five for that. That's I, fantastic. I
1: would have, I just ran out of space to tell people <laughs> that. So like, yes, that is
0: so good. I, saw it
1: in concert with the Nashville Symphony last oh, year. So the oh music man. live with this. I, You know, yes. I'm jealous
0: because I am literally like about a year, just saw it a year ago. Whoa. Oh, really? Seriously. And I, not that I had avoided it, it just never no, sure. happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. And And I love the Muppets and watched it and thought, Oh, here, here I am, like so far removed from when this movie came out. It's a masterpiece. Yes,
1: mm-hmm.
2: it is a true classic. So I adore
1: well that movie. Done. And you think of <laughs> the seriousness of the adaptation, like what what the original story is, how serious a Christmas Carol is, sure, with the full Muppet spin on it. Oh, that is oh beautiful. God, that's awesome. Oh, I know. Be- if you've never seen it for some reason. Highly recommend it. I love it. Again, it is a great adaptation. It seriously is a great adaptation of the story because they do cover some of the darker parts of it in a Muppet movie. Oh, I want to attack you on this, but I cannot.
0: If there wasn't anybody that just heard Muppet Christmas Carol mentioned in this list and didn't just pump their fists and go, yeah, (laughs) then I don't know who you are or what you are because you're not human. And it was the first one after Jim Henson's death which makes it even oh, really?
2: more spectacular to me that because like Jim Henson was a visionary was a genius and he was sure. wonderful, but you kind of think, okay, he was the essence of the Muppets, which he was. That's, that's not a false statement, but right to for it to be
0: that good without him. Yeah. I wonder how much he had put together before he died yeah. mm-hmm. uh, because you're right though. They'd nailed it. And I didn't know it was without the great Jim Henson. So good. Great pick, Bradford. That's, Thank you. That
2: of our twenty-four-ish episode,
0: twenty-five makes, episodes, that, that is up. your best contribution to the podcast. I would say it makes up for about the ten <laughs> programs that I really just I couldn't take it. I just couldn't take it. You've been listening to a special edition of the Untitled Film Project podcast, in which we uh, we talked about some of our favorite movies of all time. And uh, we also uh, decided that we needed to talk Spirited because it is uh, one of the movies that is trying to become the next classic on Apple Plus right now. And uh, thank you for all your questions. Where does everybody find us? How do they subscribe? How do they mail us like wonderful gifts? uh we just give us all the information
1: untitled yeah. film project anywhere you get your podcast could be iheart apple spotify amazon youtube as well as on there I you can listen to us yeah it's a lot of work guys. in editing this and we greatly appreciate his editing work Slaved because he does a fantastic a job of doing laptop. this so listen to us interact with us twitter facebook instagram we post it all there we love you thanks for your questions keep on submitting them we'll talk to you next time
2: happy holidays
1: Thank you for listening to the Untitled Film Project podcast. To support the show, please rate, review, follow, and subscribe. Original music by Jeremy Schwartz. Special thanks to the Music City Film Critics Association. Editing and post-production by Jeremy K. Gover. Voiceover by Chad Bennett. The Untitled Film Project podcast is presented in cooperation with iHeartRadio.